Last week's sermon was four minutes and 38 seconds. This is a tap longer, but not much. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle us the fire of your love. Father, send your Holy Spirit and we shall be created and we shall renew the face of the earth. Our collect this morning expresses briefly, succinctly, as possible, the doctrine of grace. Again, grant to us, Lord, we beseech thee, the Spirit, to think, to do all such things as are right, that we who cannot do anything that is good without thee may be enabled to live according to thy will. Grandma took that from an old, old sacramentary and revised it a bit, and then in the 1662 edition of the prayer book, they revised it again, but I think we have the closest thing to 1549. Don't bet the farm. Paul's uh, epistle today from 1 Corinthians, it is the longest epistle, and if you read the whole epistle, you can get the feeling of where Paul was. Here is a group of men, women, children in Corinth, they were misbehaving. They weren't getting, the, getting in simple language the full thrust of the gospel. So you can feel Paul getting uh, a little distressed with them, and as a father, he tries to pull them back to the straight and narrow, away from the ways they were doing things. He uses words uh, like wisdom, discern, love, holy, and sanctified. But he was really a bit upset with them and tried to call them back. Much the same as we do sometimes with our very own children, try to call them back. Then we move into our gospel lesson today. This is my favorite gospel lesson, the story of the son who leaves and takes his money and he goes and spends it on debauchery. If anybody has a question of what that means, you can ask my wife after the service today. She will fill you in on all levels of that. Today we call this uh, uh, feeling their wild oats. You know, and, and some people, and I really believe this, and I've had it said to me, oh, they need to feel their wild oats. Why? What good is that? As I interpret what they're saying, it's to go lead a, for a short or a longer period of time, a life of debauchery. I'm not there. I don't believe that that is a good thing to do, but some people, certainly some good people believe that that is a way to live. And so let's take a look at the characters in this, in this gospel lesson. First of all, you have the Father, if you will. The Father is God. And when we walk away from him, or we do not mind him, we can feel, if you're aware of it, his dislike for what we are doing. And you know when you're doing something wrong, you know it, and you can feel that God is not with you. God is with you when you are with him, when you obey what he says. But this son who leaves and squanders his inheritance prior to the death of his father, this son leaves and sees the light of day, if you will, 
and the father rejoices and brings him back. In fact, in the last verse, in verse 32 of the lesson today, it expresses just that. It was me who should be merry and glad for thy brother was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. That's how God takes delight when we follow what he would have us do. Taking a look at that son, the son that goes to his father and I don't know the motivation, I can guess the motivation. The brother is going to inherit two-thirds of the estate, the bulk of it. He was going to get a small portion. That was his lot in life. Why not take it now and do as he wants before the father dies and the brother becomes in charge and maybe he takes a lesser role. I, I'm just guessing. I don't know, but maybe that's the way it was. So he goes to his father and he says, I need my money, in essence. And he takes off and goes away to a faraway country where he spends it again on debauchery and living high. I suppose he had a lot of friends who do when you have money and you're willing to spend it on them. But once your money's gone, where do you think your friends are? They're not with you. They're gone too. And he realizes it. And he is stuck and cleaning up after pigs. Now, Jewish people don't eat pork. It's about the lowest job you can have if you're a Jew. But he's, he's cleaning up after them and eating the pots. And all of a sudden he goes, wow, my father's servants eat a lot better than this. I don't have to do this. I will rise and I will go to my father and I will say, I have sinned against God and you and I am not worthy to be called your son. A little paraphrase of that, but in essence that's what he says. And the son said in the father, the father says, bring the fatted calf and kill it. Let's have a party. Let's eat and be merry. Now, you see the son coming back, the father. It's not a case of forgiving. He's so happy he forgot. He puts a ring on him, he puts a robe on him, he puts sandals on him, all signs of some authority, some status in life. Now the other son, now put yourself in his shoes because you know and I know we would all be a bit like that elder son. He's out in the field, far away, and as he came near to the house, he heard music and dancing. Now, up at camp, usually on Saturday night, I'm sitting there minding my own business, and across the pond, people are having a party. I can hear them like they're next door. Sound carries across that pond, and I imagine it carried in that field. So you're that son, you're the one who stayed behind and slaved for that father, doing all that dirty work, doing everything that had to be done, and there's music. Nobody told me about a party. So A, as he's walking closer to his home, he's cooling down. Oh, there must be some reason for this. And he arrives at home all calm. Or B, he gets hotter than heck on the way walking there. And I mean 
not physically hot, but mentally hot. He's rip-roaring mad. And the servant said unto him, Thy brother has come home. And he's all excited because the father's all excited. And the father sets the tone for this. The father's killed the fatted cow because we have received your brother safe and sound. All excited, I said. Not so with their brother. And he was angry and would not go into the party. But his father came out to him as his father came out to the brother or the other son. And answered him and said to his father, Lo, these many years I have served thee, neither transgressed, transgressed. I am at any time thy commandment, and yet thou never gavest me a kid or a fat calf that I may make merry with my friends. You never did this for me, but you did it for that father. He was rip-roaring mad. And as soon as the other son has come home, which devoured thy living and money with harlots, thou hast killed the fatted calf for him. The evil one you reward, the good one you don't. And the father said unto him, Son, thou art ever with me, and all that I have is thine. And in the closing verse, again, verse number 32, it was meet that we should make merry, it was right, and be glad, for this thy brother was dead and is alive again, and was lost and is found. With your Christian friends, that is the way God feels about us. When we are lost, but we come back. Praise God that He has a heart for the likes of you and me. In Jesus' name, Amen.